Connecting life and faith. This is Connections. Welcome to Connections. I'm Colleen Hood. Today's guest is part of an amazing new band that released their debut album in the middle of a pandemic. Now, despite the difficulties that they faced along the way, that album has seen huge success. We're joined today by Logan Kane. He, together with his sisters Madison and Taylor, make up the band Kane. Today on Connections, he's going to share with us why music is such a huge part of their lives, how music became a huge part of their lives to begin with. They'll also share with us some tidbits about the family and what they're up to nowadays. We'll hear that and so much more today on Connections. Today's guest was raised in Alabama. He was a pastor's kid. He, together with his sisters, developed a love for music at an early age, and that love for music continues to this day. We're joined today by Logan Kane. He, together with his sisters, Madison and Taylor, make up the popular new Christian band, Kane. Tell us a little bit about how you all got into music. You're siblings, but how did music become a... Man. Um, Okay, so yes, we are siblings, and I am the youngest sibling, so I think I had the least amount of say in, in music being a part of my life. But if I go all the way back to the beginning, music has been in my home since I was born, and my dad still leads worship at the church that he pastors, and my he would travel and play and speak. And so my earliest memories include leading worship in a corporate setting and, and watching my dad do it as well. And so when we were very young, music was in our house. And it, it's actually really cool. We're, we're working on a Christmas song with, with Stephen Curtis Chapman. I'm in his house right now. And and so that those songs were being played throughout the halls of our home. And and so it wasn't something that I thought that I could pursue as a career, but it was something that I knew that I'd love forever. And then when we finished at, at college, it, it was time to, you know, knuckle down and get a real job because that's what the world said we should do. And But we felt like we were called to do music. And so... I'm so thankful that our, our parents encouraged us to say, if, if it's something that you feel like God has put in you and called you to do, then you should go after it. And so we're really fortunate to have people in our lives that encourage us to, to always follow the voice of God, even if it doesn't necessarily have dollar signs or security <laughs> attached to it. And, and I mean, it's amazing to see what God can do with, with something that people would deem as crazy. And it's amazing what God did with you guys, because you guys spent the first five years doing country music. And then that kind of came to an end and you guys were like, okay, now what are we supposed to do? But hey, God came back and he was like, hey, y'all, I have something for you. Tell us a little bit about what happened from there. Yeah, absolutely. So our grandfather on my mother's side worked in the songwriting portion of the music business and so when it was time to leave college and get that job, he entered our lives and said that he'd like to help us. But his contacts, his ability to be most helpful would be in the country music industry. And so we walked into that feeling like, OK, Lord, maybe this is a door you're opening. This is, you know, this is something that you're orchestrating. And so even though we we don't know much about country music and, and we still will attempt to have our faith, you know, interwoven into this music that we're making it's going to be called country music and I honestly always thought like okay well the wealth of the wicked is laid up for the just right and I just thought like somebody's going to stand on that stage and I'd like to proclaim Jesus and so we pursued that as 
with all of our effort and with our best intentions. And after those five years, I, I don't know. I just realized that, that had I gotten a hold of what I thought would be the highest or the best in that world, it really still wasn't what I had grown up dreaming to do with music because ultimately, like I said, corporate worship and, and the local church really was the thing that, that, you know, lit this fire in my heart. And so when things weren't going well, we had invested our own money to record an independent country project. And then when we had our la- what ultimately became our last country music meeting, all of us were so discouraged and sort of ready to move on. And I, I say all that to say that it, it wasn't like we just belly flopped and then turned to Christian music. We really had a lot of money on the line. We had a lot of our own heart and emotion on the line, but we still just felt like, okay, I think it's time to, to come home. I really didn't think that, that doing Christian music was even an option to me anymore. You know what I mean? I felt like maybe I had started in the wrong way and, and it was just too far gone. And, but I mean, like nothing's too far gone for our God. Right. And so, <laughs> so when we made the switch to, to pursue Christian music full time, I mean, it's, we describe it as running downhill. Like we still try our best to work hard and be good stewards, but it just, I can just feel the hands of God on our back, just pushing us along. And, and it's been really great. It's been amazing. You guys released your debut album, Rise Up, in the middle of a pandemic. And yep. yet you saw huge success out of that. How amazing is that? I mean, I, even as I'm sitting here talking to you, it seems not real. It honestly, I mean, I couldn't. Everything that's happened from March 15th was the day that we came home last year. I was in Dallas, Texas. We had done five shows with Zach Williams and We the Kingdom and we were brand new. I think we had a thousand, you know, subscribers on Spotify or something. I mean, things were trickling in, but it was sort of just like, what an experience. I'm so lucky to be surrounded by these incredible people and on tour. And then when we came home, Madison says it best that it was sort of just like, it, it felt a little bit like, okay, God, did we miss you again? You know, like, was this something that we've, we had ascribed our own meaning to, but really you have something else for us. And in truth he did, because I think that being able to be home in a season, I was newly married. Madison was investing in a small group in the church that we go to. And Taylor was getting time with her husband who travels for work and, and had things gone this way sooner, who knows how we would have handled it. You know, I think naturally, uh, all human beings find a way to be prideful and I would have certainly found a way to take some sort of credit, but now I'm at home locked down with no way to do any sort of radio promotion with no way to do anything other than sit and watch. And for four months, the song rise up just did fine. It wasn't doing great. It wasn't breaking records. And then in August of last year, it turned a corner and, and, took off and people started to hear it and all of that to say that now moving forward anything that happens in my career I I have absolutely concrete proof that it's God doing it and I and I don't feel any desire to take credit for it you know so I'm I'm super grateful both 
that it happened, but honestly, the way that it did, because I, I don't feel any pressure to say like, oh, well, look at me, look at what we did. It really is just, it's been God the whole way. This pandemic for a lot of people, they see it as a negative, but many people that we've talked to have seen this as an opportunity to grow, an opportunity to be intimate with God, an opportunity to create the best work that they've maybe created in their entire career. Yeah, gosh. I mean, you know what I'm I'm realizing is that um, we've said it for a long time, but I really feel it now more than ever, is that people want music that is honest. And I think that this this lockdown really forced all of us to be honest with ourselves. I think in the immediacy of being home, you know, we, we were trying to do a live stream every Thursday. We were trying to, we did everything we could to resist the season that, that we were in. And then ultimately when we just stopped and said, okay, Lord, like, what are you putting on my plate right now? When he says, give us this day, our daily bread. It's so hard to sit and just really dial in on what is this 24 hours? God, what, what glorifies you the most? And so I think it forced a lot of us through a difficult season and against a lot of our will to sit and, and be honest with ourselves, but it, I yielded some pretty great music, some pretty stellar truth for everybody. So, and speaking of that great music, you guys are back out on the road on tour. What does that feel like? That has been, again, this was, so this spring was our first actual start to finish tour of our entire lives. And it, all of the feelings, it just, I, you know, it was coming home and, and realizing like, Oh, I, you know, I won't see those guys. We, we grew up um, going to church camp every summer and it really gave me those like church camp vibes or it was like, everybody's crying and Oh, we'll see you when we see you. And, um, but I, it just makes me so excited because I was able to be on a bus with people and interacting with people around the world. And I'm realizing the level of expectancy that is out there. And there's just this pulse and you can feel it. And, I feel like the people of God around the world, whether here or up there with you guys, everyone is so excited and expectant for what's coming next. And um, so I'm just thrilled to be a part of it. And as you were saying, you're recording Christmas music. We're in the middle of summer. How, first of all, okay, what is it like to record Christmas music in the middle of July? And what is the weather typically like in Nashville around Christmas? Nashville, <laughs> Tennessee gets a, a bit of snow and we'll get a freeze and our winter has shifted a bit, but you're right. It's you're trying to get into the holly jolly, you know, <laughs> we're on the Fahrenheit system down here. I don't know if you guys are doing Fahrenheit, but it's, it's 91 degrees outside right now. I was, I was at the lake yesterday and now I'm, I got my Santa hat on today, but um, I, it's our favorite time of year. It's such a big part of who we are as a family. And, um, and as, as Christians, you know, it's like, this is, this is where everything gets reset. This is where the hope of glory comes and, and we celebrate Jesus for who he is. And so all of that, you know, people have been asking us like, is it hard to get into the, the Christmas spirit and the Christmas season? And it really actually is. This is kind of the one time of year where we can really hit it right on the nose, you know, and just say like, happy birthday, Jesus. We're so thankful that you came for us. And, um, but it, it has been, we have a, a song on this project with, Mac Powell, who's 
was the lead singer of Third Day. I'm a huge fan. We've got a song on this project with Stephen Curtis. I'm at his house now. Like, this is going to be a really, really special thing. Oh, we're looking forward to that. With you guys being siblings, we want to chat a little bit about that. What is it like to be in a band? Um, obviously, you guys had a really close relationship, had the same room until you were 12 years old. Uh, what is it like to constantly be around your sisters? Gosh, I, <laughs> I mean, I don't think I would do music if we weren't doing it together. I, honestly, it is so hard. My hat goes out, off and out to anybody that tries to do this alone. I think it's, I'm so thankful that the three of us can turn inward and make a little huddle and and encourage each other. It's pretty rare that all three of us will be down at the same time, but it, whatever challenges that we face, and I've talked to some other family bands and, and I think that this sentiment echoes with them as well is that like, whatever the challenges are, I think ultimately it's so much harder to keep just a band together. Mm -hmm. I think there's a, there's a great bit of solace that at the end of it, whether we're, you know, all high-fiving and it's going great or we're bickering and fussing because we're family and everybody's tired and hungry and whatever else. (laughs) Ultimately we decided before we ever started that family would, would reign supreme over all things, over all decisions, over all money, over. So before any, any dollars were made and any success was found, we decided that if anything was, was unhealthy for our family, we wouldn't do it. And I think that that, you know, we'll see, I'll talk to you again after (laughs) this and we'll see how that bears out. But I think that that's like the, the ultimate foundation of what we're doing is to realize that like nothing comes before this family. You can tell there's a special bond between you guys. Uh, We have one question. So people, ask you guys all the time uh, about your name, about the name Kane. Obviously, people pay uh-huh. attention. It is your last name. But if you had the chance now to go back, rename your band, but you had to rename it, though, after a biblical character, uh, who would you choose? Oh, gosh. Okay. <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, I feel like I think when I read through scripture, um, I I feel like I connect most to King David. I don't know if there's any sort of clever name <laughs> for that. I think there are lots of King bands and, and probably David bands, but um, I don't know. I just am, he was the, the original songwriter and he was um, flawed as I am. And, but yeah, I would probably... We, we can we can brainstorm about some some David ideas. I think that would be pretty great. And one little tidbit about you. You used to be a cheerleader, correct? I was. Yeah, I, that's actually how I, I met the, the Chapman family um, is, is I coached cheerleading. And, and I've got some dear friends, actually, that are on Team Canada. And uh, it's it's been a pretty cool thing to see how God sort of makes all my my circles really small. <laughs> moving forward uh, besides the Christmas music what else is up next for you guys gosh we so this is our first summer out doing just Kane the band shows we're on some music festivals and things with other artists which I'm so excited about because you know when the lockdown happened that was one of the things I, I'm a huge music fan I'm a huge Christian music fan and I was looking forward to getting to meet people <laughs> and so I'm getting to meet some artists and and that's been fun and and then we will go back out with We the Kingdom and Zach Williams to finish the Rescue Story Tour this fall. 
Um, and then, you know, we've got some, we've got some things for Christmas and, and spring that hope we will announce soon. So if you keep an eye on KaneTheBand.com or KaneTheBand is our Instagram, we kind of put all inf- information out there. So one last question. Uh, what is it like to work with all of these names that you've been mentioning? Uh, Stephen Curtis Chapman, Zach Williams, all of these amazing Christian artists. And now you're up there with them. How awesome is that? It, I mean, it, it kind of gives me chills when just hearing you say it. I think that I, I have to stop myself on an almost daily basis at this point and just thank God and just say, God, I am getting to have a relationship with people that I never dreamed I'd get to meet. And, and I just know that, that he, God is orchestrating something mighty. And, and I'm so really just so humbled to be a part of it. And, and my hope is that someday I'll be in a position to be as kind to the next group of artists as these people have been to me, because I think that the, I've said this before, but the world will, will warn you to not meet your heroes but I'm so proud that all of my heroes of the faith have stood the test and, and they all are just the most kind and gracious and wonderful people. Thank you so much for making time for us. We look forward to hearing all of the Christmas music and everything else that you've got set to release in the future. Uh, thank you guys for making time for us. And as soon as, they'll, as soon as they'll let the guard down, we'd love to come see you guys. <laughs> We're definitely looking forward to that date. Thank you so much for listening today. Don't forget to subscribe. We'll talk to you again on Connections.